Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Miss Jo Alexis. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And today we have another special guest joining us in a conversation. We have the lovely Alex. So welcome, Alex. Thank you. Um, And we'd like to start off, Alex to introduce yourself to our audience letting them know your family makeup and the kind of hobbies and interests that you have oh sure so I'm Alex Klein so my family makeup is um I have a partner and two children I have an 11 year old son and an eight year old daughter wow and what what are your interests and hobbies do you have anything you like to do to relax or oh yeah oh my goodness I like to do many things so I really I enjoy working out a lot moving my body is like key because I feel like it really improves my mood um and then um I enjoy taking hot baths I enjoy writing journaling um reading um the latest thing that I've started to do which it, it requires a little bit more dedication with my fingers <laughs> is I started taking guitar lessons I love music and wow. you know I you know I I can't say you know if some people say oh you know if you had to ask for one talent what would it be I'd like singing I'd love to like be able to sing you know so I sing in the shower I sing with my kids and um so those are the things I enjoy doing great stuff so how did you get into learning the guitars that's your new your newfound passion? My new, so I was trying, so I played piano for a couple of years as a young girl. And I don't know why I stopped, honestly, because I wish I, you know, just like as a, you kind of move on to the next thing, I started high school and, and I was trying to think what is an instrument that is portable that I could, you know, that's easy to learn. And it was actually as a part of um, a small group that I'm a part of with my church. And there was a gentleman there playing guitar and he said, and he shared that he had learned only a couple of years ago um, at similar age group. And I said, oh, you know, wow, I, it's been a goal of mine. How did you end up learning? And he connected me with a, like an online learning community um, to, to, to pick it up. So I got a guitar and I haven't picked it up in a little bit. So talking about this is, is helping me to, you know, pick it back up again, <laughs> because it's something that requires a lot of like muscle memory and skill. But what was cool about it is after a few lessons, I could see that even going on YouTube, I could play a couple of songs, you know, watching, but be to be able to make the melody. So that was fun. And I love just how the guitar brings people together, you know, and it's just, um, you know, like bonfire beaches, you know, it's just, it's a very portable kind of entertainment and connection. Yeah, I love that as you're talking about that. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, you always think of a guitar as like people around a campfire, someone's playing the guitar, yeah. everyone's like <laughs> singing along. So yeah, it does create a nice community vibe, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Really um, interesting in terms of you said that, you know, you can now watch a video and you could just pick up a tune. So does that mean that you're very, very creative or is it just that you've got a really good ear? Yeah. So I'm not, I mean, with like a lot of instruction and like slowing down the pace, let me not, <laughs> it's not like that easy, <laughs> but I think I'm, I, I would, I would say I'm probably more creative. I think I, um, I have a creative side of me that I'm, I've been, I've rediscovered in the last few years, which has been a lot of fun. Ooh, that's intriguing. Tell us more. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> oh, about rediscovering my, yeah, so it actually started, um, it's interesting, it started before I had kids, right? So I went on, you know, essentially a healing journey in my effort to have children, I actually encountered um, infertility, and I had fibroid tumors. 
So um, as a result of the diagnosis of fibroid tumors, um, I went on this, you know, this two to three year healing journey that I changed my diet, I changed my lifestyle, I got rid of a lot of the toxins. And I did like lots of emotional healing that really uh, were life transforming for me. And one of the things which was a simple thing that came out of this journey, really was um, have more fun. Like what happened to the creative side of you? You know, like, what do you like to do? And I remember when I was going through some of these, you know, journaling exercises and healing exercises, sometimes I would, you know, sit quietly and wait for a moment to think, okay, well, what am I supposed to do next? Like looking for some big kind of guidance. And oftentimes it was something really simple. Go to that, you know, remember you how much you like dancing? Go to that West African dance class in Cambridge. I lived in Massachusetts before and I was like, hmm, okay. And that was my new thing. So I was doing and I loved it. And I did it for years up until I moved to London four years ago. So that kind of just you know, had me tap back into the things I really enjoyed to do as a child and um, and challenge myself to like, why did you ever stop doing it, right? Life gets in the way, work gets in the way, you know, the values changed, uh, trying to really climb that career ladder and thinking, you know, at least my mentality was that I had to like, put all my time into work and, you know, really the messages that we get, you know, at least that I got, oh, you know, you're, you're a woman, you're a person of color, you're gonna have to work twice as hard to get half as much, right? So I internalized all those messages and in an effort to gain success, I compromised some of my own values and my own well-being. Um, and then so when I became aware of that, uh, I made some changes and I, life is better now and it's more balanced. And, you know, I think I think the awakening of recognizing that it was out of balance was the first step. But it's a constant kind of um, I find that it's a constant like journey right because then i had i had the blessing of two wonderful children right like we all love our babies you know so two wonderful children and it's it's all consuming right you're responsible for keeping these people alive you know <laughs> and nurturing them and then i found also in part of that journey that i had kind of um let myself go in some ways and then so trying to tap back into that and saying oh yeah what is it that you like to do again you know now that my kids are a little bit older creating space for that and time for that I love that because I, I, I think a lot of moms can probably um, relate to what you've just said about the, you know, we we raise want our babies to have the best mm -hmm. and we raise them and we put so much into them. But then we also forget about ourselves, like you said, and it's it's that journey of kind of rediscovery, isn't it, of um, our passions, our interests, which we can just so like can just slip by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And then and, you know, we, sometimes we think it's like, you know, we can't have fun as mums. And it's like, yeah, we can. We can still have that fun. <laughs> we can still enjoy life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop because you become a mum. So I'm glad that you kind of um, brought that back out to, to let us mums, remind us mums that we, we can have fun along the way. And that that journey of self-discovery is um it's ever evolving, isn't it? Like you said, it's like it, you find the balance, um, but then you kind of move to the next level, don't you? And then something else happens and you've got to adjust the different ages and stages of, of parenting. So can you tell us a little bit more how you feel like you've like evolved over the years in terms of your parenting and, and that balancing act? Yeah, you know, I, I think for a while, um, I always thought that, oh, if I took myself away, that I would be kind of like depriving my children of, you know, uh, I don't know, certain experiences, right? But then I realized as they started to get a little bit older, I think they, you know, as babies, it's different, right? I think you kind of, they need you all the time. But I think as I 
as I'm getting older and as they're getting older, I find that we can do stuff as a family, you know, like even as I, when I started to learn to play the guitar, um, you know, they would kind of come around and like, you know, oh, if I got it or if I didn't get it and the joy they would experience when I got a tune off of YouTube was really like, it was fun. You know, they're like, you did it, you know, if I got it wrong. So it became like, I realized how to kind of incorporate everyone into what it is that I like to do as well, because we often are in their world, which is great, right? What their lessons are, their sports, their Taekwondo. And it's like, and you know, the thing that also was freeing that kind of helped put the puzzle together is that they want to know you, you know, when they get older, I found that they wanted to get to know, like, who am I, you know, like, who's mommy, right? I know you're my mommy, but like, tell me stories about when you were a child, you know, tell me what, what was it like when you were in high school? Um, and then kind of seeing, and I think like seeing, um, me do stuff that brings me joy also inspires them to kind of continue to do things that bring them joy. So I, I found that it, that, because that mom guilt is real. I would feel, you know, like. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so real. So I'm like, okay. But it's, you know, it's, it's, um yeah, I think just kind of, I try and like be present in the day and the time and set what my goals are and go with the flow, you know, like just, yeah. Because I even like the last, I would have to say that now I'm kind of like getting my groove back the last couple of weeks because the summer was pretty good in terms of, you know, we were all on holiday and together and, you know, more relaxed and active. And then once the school year hit and like, you know, um, I was uh, my business was starting to kind of like I was getting ready to launch all that stuff kind of fell to the wayside for about, what so we're in November now. So I would say for about six to eight weeks. And then I, I became, I got sick, you know, and then, but I'm like, what happened? So, but it was a little bit more like the recovery was faster. You know, I feel like back then when I went through that two or three year process, it took two to three years, <laughs> but now it's like, it's easier to recognize when I'm off. Right. I'm like, Oh, what am I not doing? So I had to get like my fitness back in, in order. And, you know, so just putting those basic tenants back in, but the ability to kind of recognize that um, happens quicker. Mm, yeah. I just picked up on something you just said there, Alex. So you went through this two to three year journey of rediscovering the real you. Mm-hmm. You had your children. Mm-hmm. You then realized that being a mom is not just about being there for the children, but expressing yourself fully so your children get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And then you sneakily mentioned there that you've just launched a business. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I thought about this business. Come on. Oh, the business. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I recently launched a business called World Beauty, which is a wear your red lips beauty. And we're a um, vegan red lipstick company that partners with World Vision. So we give 10% um, to help empower women um, in all over the world, essentially, because uh, we partner with their Strong Women, Strong World Fund. So it's super exciting. Uh, we have three shades of red that are suitable for all skin tones. Um, and yeah, so that that's kind of that's kind of what I've been working on. Um, the last like through COVID is when all the product development happened, which was a little scary because everyone was wearing masks, right? <laughs> Let's launch a red lipstick company in the middle of a pandemic, right? Nobody sees your lips. So that was <laughs> that was kind of challenging. But I, you know, I'm like, it's in the quiet moments. I'm just gonna keep going. You know, I don't necessarily have to launch, but get all the decisions made, you know. Uh, but it was, you know, there were some moments of doubt in there where I was like, hmm. Let's see how this goes. But at some at some level, I'm like, this is not going to last forever. You know, like the I didn't think that the pandemic would last forever. So um, and I didn't know when we would come out of it. But I was like, masks will come come away at some point. And here we are. <laughs> That's a pretty bold move, though, to be fair. Like like you said, people wearing masks, but you actually 
still I don't know did you have a vision like what what propelled you to to keep going because you could have gone well actually everyone's wearing masks why why should I bother yeah because I think yeah the vision that I have for it, it it's red lipstick is really the payoff and the symbol you know I believe and the the real mission is helping women live their most inspired lives and using like the wear your red lips as like a uh, a call to action, essentially, you know? So like, what is what is your red lip moment? Like I have this thing that um, I refer to called world moments, right? Which are moments of self-care, fun, action, courage, and impact, right? So like, what can you do each day to create a world moment for yourself? And it may not involve red lipstick. It might, you know, like it'd be fun if it did, you know, I think it makes it fun. But I find that even, you know, like, um, you know, I, I even I had like a workout the other day and you no know, no makeup on. Right. But to me, I was like, OK, that was really fun. You know, so that was my world moment. So it's um, yeah. So that 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 was the inspiration that kind of kept me going, because I thought, you know, maybe, you know, I was like, I think the world and women could always use like a reminder um, and even like to encourage myself to go for it. Right. So whatever, whatever it is in life that you want. What's your red lip moment? <clears throat> Ooh, I like that. And it's quite a different spin on it, isn't it? Mm. In terms of, you know, it's like almost like saying, just go on and do it. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. Don't mm. think about it. Go out and do it because it's your moment. That's right. And how often, you know, as you mentioned, as women, do you have somebody that just says to you, look, just go and do it? Because normally people are so concerned for your well-being and your safety mm-hmm. that they're rather cautious. And, uh, you know, we'll question you and get you double guessing yourself as to whether or not you really want to go and do it. Yet yeah. you're taking this bold move throughout lockdown to keep pursuing and pushing to bring out this lipstick brand that you're hoping will take off and become a movement. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you say that part of your proceeds you actually give back to you know so your message is going even further it's not mm-hmm. just sticking with that woman who's bought that stick of lipstick mm-hmm. it's going you know all over the world to empower other women to have their own moments so yeah. what what was what was the turning point that made you decide to create this lipstick brand what was the turning point so the turning point for me was um when I turned 40, I actually had 40 life lessons. I, so I enjoy writing. Um, and I, so different stages of life kind of lend themselves to more writing than others. Um, and during that moment, I had 40 life lessons. And the 40th one was, girl, wear the red lipstick. Because I had gone through a moment, I had gone through periods where like I was too nervous to wear the red lipstick. Like, and literally it was, it was red. You know, I liked, I wore my neutrals, I wore my browns, but if I put the red on, I'm like, oh my gosh, is it too much? Is it the right color? What will people think? And then I would wipe it off. And I'd like, oh, there's a little bit of a pink there. Um, but, you know, when it was like the red, red, I got, I don't know, there was something about it that I just wasn't allowing myself, I, I wouldn't allow myself to be fully expressed in that way. And when I had that kind of girl wear the red lipstick, you know, it was like, what, why not? Like, what are you doing? You know? So it started, I started to practice it on my own. Right. And not even for, you know, not for anybody else. Like I would be at home and I would try it. Or if I was going out to dinner with my partner, I would wear it. And I remember there, there were even a couple moments where I would put it on and I was like, uh, you know, like, what do you think? And, um, and he was like, he was like, well, aren't you wear the red lips? You need to start wearing it, <laughs> you know? So to get a little bit of that I was like, yeah, 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 that's me. That's who I am. So <laughs> sometimes it's, um, yeah, so that that was really kind of a bit of the turning point. And I sat with that idea for a while. And then as I started to talk to other women, um, I felt like um, 
they I, they could there was a similar story there you know and and while it was like the lipstick that ended up being the moment of revelation that they may be holding back from certain things that they want to do um i felt like it could inspire them to like go after what the, it is that they really want to do you know like maybe it's not red lipstick all the time but maybe they want to take a painting class or write a book or start a business right so it's like an activation moment is how i kind of like to think about it like apply and activate and keep going yeah. <laughs> i love that it's a really like bold symbol isn't it it's just, it's a really strong symbol and obviously the color red yeah it's such a powerful color so yeah it's, it's a great combination of yeah really empowering women to like go for it like mm-hmm. you said so yeah I love that love that concept and you're building a movement yeah that's I mean women. one woman at a time hopefully you know <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely you mentioned about your children being involved and aware of what you're doing so how have they received mum being busy with this business and you know being all about lipstick now so how what's the impact been with the family Oh my goodness. So I think it was quite an adjustment um, in the beginning because I started to become a little bit less available. And that's where some of the mom girls came, like trying to figure out the balance, you know. Um, but but it wasn't even that much time. I think it was just the shift. And then once that initial shift happened, it was okay. And what was really, there was a really touching moment where um my daughter was in school and they were studying entrepreneurship and I didn't even know she was watching I didn't talk about it so much right I just kind of would do my work in my office and then you know I I kept it very separate I was like okay this is my work time and then you know my mom time is my mom time and I get an email from her teacher saying business in the subject line I'm like what is this and she says you know um Jasmine I understand that you're working we hadn't launched yet this is like a year ago like a year and a half ago okay Like I had like tubes with no lipstick in it, you know, like just prototypes that I was working through. And, um, and, you know, when I got that message, she said, yes, you know, would you like to come and talk to our class about, you know, your process so far and what, you know, how you built it. And, and I said, I was like, oh, wow. I, so I waited till Jasmine, I picked her up from school and I said, Hey, you know, Jazz, did you mention something to your teacher? She was like, yeah, you're working on a business, aren't you? (laughs) And she was seven at the time. Right. I was like, "Uh, yeah, I am. So we start. We had a good laugh about it, and um, and I said, "Wow!" But it, it was so. It was really touching. So I'm like, "Wow!" They're watching, right? Like they're always watching and seeing. Because to me, like it hadn't really. It wasn't alive yet. It was an idea, but to her, this is what I was doing, right? So, um, so that has been a really positive outcome. Um, and then you know, now that we're in kind of like marketing and promotions, like my son will come around and and ask, you know, like, hey, you know, how are things going? And you know, he's talking to his friends about it. He was like, hey, have you told your mom? <laughs> Go to your mom buy lipstick. <laughs> so a friend of mine messaged me. He's like, you know, your son is a really good PR person for you. I said, why? He said, every day my daughter comes home. It's like, did you buy that lipstick yet? You know? And I said, no. Oh, I, in some ways, it, it was really funny. I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, what exactly is he saying? So, you know, it, it's actually, it's charming, you know, to to kind of get that kind of feedback from them. And it also kind of helps them think about, like, what it is that they may want to do? You know, like, it, like, this is an option. This is a path for them if they have an idea where they want to create a business or they can go another path as well. Um, so it's been, it's been good. It's been very good. And that's so true. That's something we talk about, isn't it? That we are, we are models for our children at all times, even we don't realize it you know that mm. they are watching what we do all the time I love that they're getting involved I think that's brilliant yeah yeah and obviously like I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like just opening doors and the opportunity and they're you know they're seeing a different way or you know potentially in the future of, of living you know that they don't have to work for someone if they don't want to they can they can start their own business if they want to so they're 
they're seeing that which is yeah. amazing yeah that was funny just, just as Joe was talking to you about it it was crossing my mind is it's so interesting isn't it how children don't second guess the fact that the question is they'll just go and ask have you bought that lipstick yet we would never dream I know. of going up to someone and saying that to them. Yeah, yeah that's what you need in marketing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I know. I was, I was a little mortified. But at the same time, I was like, well, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're definitely yeah. in your corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. And, you know, she ended up buying one, which was funny. And then, yeah, so <laughs> the order came through. Okay, you know, she's like, which one should I get? And I made my recommendation and she got it and she loves it. So, um yeah, well, but you raise a good point, Roxanne, that we wouldn't, you know, it's hard to be like, oh, did you buy it? Or just even marketing and promoting and, you know, and how easy it is, how it just comes out. It's just matter of fact, like, this is what's going on, you know, so. For me, from this conversation, that's a lesson I'll actually take away because so often, you know, we know we have to go out and do a promotion or we have to send a message out and we um and we are and we sit there and then we put it on our to-do list. but we sometimes don't get round to it. And yet, in the simple, going back to the simplicity of a child in just doing it or saying what needs to be said because it's a no-brainer. It's like, it's just logical and common sense. Why aren't you doing it? If we, that, takes, that takes away so much of the woman and I, and you know, we talk about procrastination and perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I We've know. We've got no excuse. That's right. That's absolutely right. It's yeah. so true, isn't it? And like, and, and as I always say, like we can learn so much from children. It's not just them learning from us, you know, their innocence, their boldness, their courage, where they've just not got all these kind of experiences that we've had and they just say what they think and they go after things and, and don't have to, you know, don't fear and procrastinate and hold back like we do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can there's a lot we can learn from our children. Yeah, no, that's true. She's actually <laughs> My daughter keeps texting me. I'm like, are you okay? She's had to sleep under now. I was like, I'm on a podcast. So, <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? It's so funny. She was at the, the play date all day. And I'm like, I said, okay, 6.30, I have a call. And um, and now, I don't know. It's like her. She said, but everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Again, that's our children, isn't it? This is real when life. you're in the mix of doing something, yeah. it's always that little reminder. Don't forget, I'm here. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. still exist, and you yeah. can go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. But remember, you're ours. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, and just to have that mental shift, because sometimes I'm like, it, it will happen at moments where like all day, all day, all day, all day we're together, together, together. The minute I get on a call, it's only going to be thirty minutes or forty five minutes. Hey, can I grab that snack over there? Or <laughs> I was like, did you wait for me to get on the call? So to come ask me because I've been with you this whole time. So it's kind of, but yeah, there is that. I love that. That's a good perspective for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say that I'm like, you know, you're number one, right? You know, I love you. And you know, but it is that, well, is there something else is grabbing for your attention and I don't like it, but yeah, <laughs> that's real. That's the other thing that's so bold and honest and, you know, like, yeah, it's just real. So <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, Alex, you have given us a lot of food for thought in this uh, conversation. We appreciate it. And before you go, we always like to ask our guests to give um, our audience three little nuggets, some takeaways um, that you'd like to share with our audience. So what would they be for you? Oh, my goodness. What would they be for me? I would say the first one for moms out there or whoever's listening that you deserve um, you deserve to, to take time for yourself. 
Um, the second message I would say is that you are enough. Um, and then the third one I would say is wear your red lips. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And, and yeah, love those. They're all messages that, you know, we are constantly sharing with our mums that taking time for yourself because it is so easy for us to feel guilty, like you said, to do that. Yes. It really yeah. Is. And to know that we deserve it. It's it's OK, you know, and we deserve that. And also the um, yeah, we are enough. You are enough as as you are, um, because we can always be striving to be something else and actually yeah. and not recognize that where we are right now is good. Mm-hmm. And of course, wearing the red, <laughs> wearing that red lip. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For fun, for yourself. I have to hook up with you, Alex. I, I, I haven't quite mastered the red lip, so. <laughs> I can help. <laughs> So thank you for sharing. We really appreciate you being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been loads of fun. I really appreciate the invitation. Oh, no, this has been definitely been a good conversation. And even though we're laughing and joking, we've covered so much because when you've shared your journey, what you've gone through, although, you know, we we didn't stress on one particular point, you covered so much. And Mm. thank you for sharing so openly because we don't know who's listening. Mm -hmm. maybe going through something and to see that you know you've gone through it you've come out on the other side mm-hmm. and what how that your you know that experience has helped you to really become more authentic in who you are mm-hmm. to then go out and produce something that will help others to you know that little sig- that thing that signifies to take that moment for yourself and create moments for yourself where you're enjoying and really living life mm-hmm. so this has been a fantastic conversation to anyone who's listening, if you may have questions for Alex, by all means, email us at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com. If you're on a site where you can leave a review or a comment, please do, because we like to know that which spots have been hit for you and what resonates so that both us and our guests can keep giving you value. And, you know, we want to support you. And as Alex said, you know, you are enough and just do what, feels right for you and enjoy those special moments because that's what life is made up of mm-hmm. many moments yes many moments it's so true so from me i'm going to say goodbye until the next time goodbye everybody bye <laughs> <laughs>